Hi, I'm Heather, Certified Transformational Life Coach and Meditation Instructor. And I'm Mary Catherine, a Certified Yoga Instructor and Truth Crusader. Welcome to The Naked Truth, a podcast for women who are ready to talk transparently about living this life as authentic women. Throw in the towel when it comes to pretending, covering up, and exhausting fake fronts and learn how to be and accept you. Each week and each season, we will discuss and break down topics that are profound, challenging, and mad real when it comes to the hearts of womankind from two women who passionately accept you right where you are. Because we've lived a little and we aren't afraid to share it. We're real, we're live, and we're women. Welcome to The Naked Truth. Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Saturday for everybody else. It's Saturday for us. It's Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. You are listening to the Naked Truth Podcast, and my name is Heather. And my name is Mary. I can't keep day straight, Catherine. <laughs> Nothing like confusing them right off the bat, MC. Nothing like that. I'm trying to think of a word that combines Saturday and Tuesday, like Happy Saturday Tuesday. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everyone. Um, we are in season four of the Naked Truth podcast, and we are discussing this season all things relationships. Um, and we are on episode seven. And today, in line with our nautical theme that our very own Mary Catherine developed <laughs> and created, she did, um, in line with our nautical theme this season, um, we're going to talk about stormy waters, or in other words, complicated, complicated relationships. So yes, stormy waters, complicated relationships, and Mary is gonna is gonna start this conversation off. Uh, I had a lot of. Um, I, I know this sounds bad, but I actually did have a lot of fun researching <laughs> this topic for this week. Um, just reading about different types of relationships and ways that um, we we tend to complicate them on our, on our own. Um, you know, I, I think I shouldn't say, I think I know that at times in my life, my friendships with my friends have been more emotional and more connected than sometimes relationships that we have with our significant others. Very true. It, and they're, yeah. they, they can, they can be deeper because yes. we're women and we're, we have a lot of layers. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I know, I, I don't mean for this to sound stereotypical. However, for the most part, women are wired differently than men. And. Well, that's well, a very true statement. <laughs> well, very true I'm sorry. Statement. I'm not just talking about like actually <laughs> anatomically and physically, but yeah. emotionally and mentally, I guess is where I was going with this. So. We, we're just wired differently than men. And for the most part, women are looking for more of an emotional connection, more emotional support, things like that in a relationship than men are. And we get that from our friends. 
we don't always get that from our husbands and our boyfriends. We, we, we get that from our friends. And so those female relationships that we have in our lives absolutely at times can be much more fulfilling. The flip side of that is that they can also be much more complicated. And sometimes we are the culprits. We are the ones that make it so. And we, we tend to, sometimes when that happens, I I came across this quote in one of the articles that I was researching and I wrote it down. I loved it. I wanted to share it with our listeners today. It it says, I'd like to think that friendships are supposed to complement life, not complete it. And I think that when we begin to rely on those female friendships for all of our support and all of our um, emotional connections, we place a lot of importance on those friendships and people may be being held to standards that they don't realize they're being held to. Yeah. We have have, um, unrealistic expectations at times. Yes. Yes. Um, Absolutely. And we also, (laughs) I think sometimes expect our female friends to just know what we need all of the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, let's face it. We are human and um, we, we do not uh, read minds, even though we're, even though a lot of times we, I think, get um, a very strong sense as women, uh, we we <laughs> we get senses from each other. We can, yeah, we that is oftentimes why we flock to those relationships for our fulfillment is because we can, you know, we connect in a different way that we don't always have to overly communicate our every need. A lot of times we can just feel it from one another, but, you know, when we do um, get a little overly dependent on that, that's where, that's where it can become kind of tricky. Yeah. And so in, in all of the articles that I read and, um, and just, you know, from my own life experience and from talking to friends of mine, with their life experiences, I jotted down um, just a few ways that I feel that we complicate relationships on our own. And we, the reason I want to talk about that today with our listeners is that these are ways that we complicate relationships that we don't need to be complicating relationships. And we probably don't even realize that we're doing it. So, you know, you've got a revealed heel. So, Mm-hmm. Talking about ways that we can uncomplicate our relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first is space, not paying attention to the space in your relationships. And I'm, and I don't mean like the space that sometimes that we need to allow people, but physical space and time space. So, you know, when we are young, when we're in elementary school, I mean, friends are life, right? I mean, you got school and you got your mom and dad, but your friends are everything. (laughs) Yeah. You got school and your mom and dad and then. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so, um, and you're, you thinking back to having best friends in elementary school, you know, that, that was something. And (laughs) I was chuckling to myself, um, while reading through an article that a lady was talking about 
how sometimes we feel the need to be the best friend. And the specific phrase that she used was, um, she said, we need to rid ourselves of this expectation when it comes to adult friendships. And the phrase was, if you're not first, you're last. And all I could hear was Ricky Bobby's dad. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> so as I was jotting down notes of for this episode. Of course, that's, what, as that's what's going to be I'm going through your down, mind. Of course. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. I want to go fast. But, <clears throat> but as we mature and our lives go on, roads that we may have been together with someone on diverge and we, we drift apart as life takes us in different directions. And so that person that you may have seen every day, maybe their road is going to diverge for a while. And maybe there is going to be physical distance in between the two of you, but the amount of distance that are between two friends may limit how much you see them, but it doesn't lessen your bond. And I think that sometimes we lose sight of that and we don't allow, we, we don't allow for understanding in that. And the same thing goes with time. I mean, even when there are long periods of time between visits, it doesn't take away from the quality of the time that you spend together. I mean, we all have those friends that maybe you see each other once a year, but that time that you see each other is just like no time. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. no time has passed. Um, I had one of my college roommates who not only did we live together during the school year, but I actually lived with her and her family one summer. Um, Recently, a gentleman that we had gone to school with who had actually been my boyfriend in college passed away quite suddenly and quite tragically. And minute she saw the news about his passing she called me and we talked on the phone for two hours and I haven't talked to her I don't and I don't even know how long and in in that conversation it was like we had just talked yesterday mm-hmm. and I am in in that moment of sadness I felt so blessed to have and I, I have several friends like that and I'm so blessed to have friends like that, that we, we, we allow for that space and time and we don't let it muddle or complicate the friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing, the second way I feel that sometimes we complicate friendships in unnecessary ways, um, in, in keeping with our somewhat nautical theme <laughs> for this season I think sometimes we forget that we're in different boats. Sometimes, well, sometimes we forget that we, we are in different vessels. Um, I, you know, I think back to, uh, you know, one of, I, I, I I feel bad. I told Audrey, I'm like, I talk about you a lot this season, so I hope that's okay. (laughs) Like, I hope you're not going to. Is she a listener? Yes. I said, okay. it's all good. It's all good. Don't worry. Uh-huh. But I was. Single. Hi, Audrey. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Shout out to Audrey. <laughs> Give me a shout out to Audrey. Um, Audrey was getting married and having babies when I was still single. And I really didn't, you know, think about it all that, that much. Um, same with my friend Jody. When, when Jody and I met, she had young children and was married and I wasn't. 
And our friendships don't always have to be with people that we're in a similar life phase with. It sometimes we can be in very different life phases, very different boats. And that that doesn't have to affect our friendships. We don't have to um we we don't have to let those circumstances dictate who we have bonds with and who we share our lives with. Um you know, you have we, to have the capacity to understand that, I feel. I feel that. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And um, you both have to understand that you may be in different boats, um, but the, you know, the bond, that bond is still there. Um, and uh, you, c- you just need to allow, you need to allow it to be uh, organic and to be what it is and to not expect it to, um, you know, to be also something that it isn't, you just need to, to let it be and, and align expectations. And I think so often though, that does not happen that when people are in different boats, they want one person in, in whatever boat they're in, um, just really gets ingrained in their, their phase of life. And it, it can extremely um, impact the friendship because they just really go, they really go full bore in the other direction. Absolutely. And I've, I've seen friendships end in that way. Um, what I, I love that you bring that up because the viewpoint that I took on this was the exact opposite. And that, and, and they're both true. They are both true at different times and in different situations. Um, it's absolutely true that sometimes people just become so ingrained, like, um, think about two young girls one of them gets engaged and is planning for her wedding and just goes full bore into that whole life and leaves her friend behind where I was going with this is sometimes it's not that someone else will cut you off and I know that sounds harsh um, but and what I mean by that is what Heather just said you know sometimes it's not that the other person just goes so full bore on their boat that they leave you behind because you're not a part of that life that they want to be with people in, in their boat and similar boats. But sometimes we tell ourselves that we don't measure up. Sometimes we tell ourselves, well, you know, she's married with kids now. Like we don't have anything in common. That's not true. Where do I fit into that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I know that I have found myself on occasion, um, talking to Audrey or other friends of mine with young children at home and I I'm stressed out and they ask me why I'm stressed out and I will tell them well I have this going on and this going on and this going on and the whole time I can hear their kids in the background and here they I mean like and I I specifically remember one morning that I was on the phone with Audrey and she 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 goes well what's going on today And and I said well I'm just so stressed out because um you know, Mark and I are going out to dinner tonight and I've got this and this and this to do and blah, blah, blah. And Audrey's sitting there listening to me and she goes, can you just hold on a second? And then she like yelled to one of her kids, like quit chasing them around with a knife or yeah. not, maybe not that, <laughs> maybe not that extreme, but you see where I'm going with this. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then, and then she gets back on the phone and she goes, okay, I'm sorry about that. What were you saying? Yeah. I'm like nothing, nothing. I wasn't saying anything at all. I'm not complaining. 
So yeah, but I know that we've used this analogy before on the podcast, Heather, where if you have a 45 year old man with three kids at home who has just lost his job, he is in despair. He is in utter despair and he's fearful for what his future holds. If you have a five-year-old that loses their favorite stuffed animal and thinks the boogeyman is going to get them that night when they go to bed without that stuffed animal, completely different situations, but for where they're at in their life, the level of despair and fear is probably the same. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds foolish, but it's, it's true. Mm-hmm. So what we have to understand and give ourselves the grace and give our friends grace is that we're all in different boats but it doesn't lessen our friendships. We are. Yes. And I will say that um, let's just pause here and insert a little asterisk and say so often women lose themselves in marriage and child rearing and parenting. They just lose, they lose themselves and everything falls by the wayside, including friendships. And so if you're in another boat and you see that happening, I think a lot of friends take that very personally, whereas it's not personal. It's very, it's a very common thing. We lose, we lose ourselves. And um, so if you, if you have experienced that, um, try to look at it from another perspective as well. And that, um, and to give, to give that friend some grace that you, you, you might just be in a stormy moment in a stormy phase. The bond may still be there. Um, but, but they're, they're, they're in a, they're in a different, they're in a different boat that is, um, taking up all of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the last point that I wanted to talk about today is that sometimes we can complicate our friendships by forgetting the simple fact that everyone is fighting a battle. So I know we've all heard the, the quote, you know, in a relationship, you know, it's 50, 50. And I think we talked about this in a previous episode this season too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not. No, it is the relationships not. and friendships are a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, um, sometimes you fill in the gap when someone else needs you to be there and, um, you can't, we're, you have to remember that we're all fighting different battles at different times and we have to be understanding and cognizant of that. And as a friend, I may not know what you're going through and I may not be able to help you in the fact that I can give you advice, but I can give you a safe place to vent. I may not understand your pain, but I can sit on the other side of that phone line and listen. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be times where you have to give and you're not going to receive now, asterisks here as well. There's a fine line between knowing when to give and knowing when you're being taken advantage of. So, <clears throat> yes. And that's actually what um, um, I've been, Mary presented the, the soft side 
of things and I've been kind of waiting to um, to insert a little bit of real life hardcore uh, complicated relationship <laughs> 101 in the um, famous words of Chandler Bing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I've just been waiting because I will say, I, I would like our listeners to know that, yes, you know, we can overcomplicate things and we need to look at our involvement and responsibility. And if we are overthinking or having out of line expectations in a relationship, but also you sometimes need to stop and evaluate, um, is this just a stormy moment in the relationship or is it truly a stormy relationship? Oh, and I like that. There are stormy moments and we, we all, every relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship or an acquaintanceship or a work relationship, there, there will be stormy, stormy waters. But is it really um, a moment or is the whole relationship stormy? And if that is the case... Um, then maybe you need to stop and think about whether that relationship should, you know, take up a lot of time in your life or whether you should continue to invest in it. And some of the things I think that are red flags on whether it's a stormy moment or whether it's a stormy relationship are um, first, do, do you have repeated disagreements or do you, you know, do you always feel, um, like there's a, there's a battle and argument looming. You don't have to be arguing. You can feel that from one another is, is do you feel that tension? Um, another thing is over dependency, usually on one side or the other is, you know, are you constantly, constantly giving is the other person always over dependent or are you the over, de- over dependent one on, on that relationship? Um, What's that I'll, saying? If an asshole, Maybe you're the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, manipulation is another thing. If you are, if you feel manipulated in this, in a, in a friendship a lot, that is something to pay attention to. And then um, lastly, if emotions dictate the relationship more than, you know, level headed understanding and compassion and kind of the true hardcore components of a friendship. Um, so stop and think about that too. Stop and think if, you know, you, if you, when you sit down and ask yourself what, you know, in the main relationships in my life, which ones do I feel are stormy? And then break it down further and ask yourself, is it, is it because we just go through stormy moments? Is this a stormy phase or is the relationship itself one big storm and, and then get really real with yourself? That's my, sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. It sure is. It sure is. So I'm going to challenge all of our listeners to do just that to evaluate where you may be first break down think about your relationships think about them maybe even get some some paper out and a pen and write down your five most important relationships in your life or your eight most important relationships in your life friendships and or 
romantic ships or whatever it may be, map them out and then evaluate. Are you overcomplicating things? Are you, do you need to adjust your expectations here? Are you just maybe in different boats and there's some stormy moments that you're going through or, or is this a notorious stormy relationship and do you maybe need to align the time that you're giving that relationship and uh, just your priorities. Um, With that, we will see you next week where we will continue on our nautical relationship path. And until then, we're real, we're live, and we're women. Thank you for for listening to the Naked Naked Truth. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for new episode notifications, as well as updates and random pieces of positivity to brighten your day. That's the Naked Truth Podcast on Facebook and at the Naked Truth Pod on Instagram. And shout out to Ewart Williams for our epic theme song and Michaela Shope for our top-notch cover art.